0: You did it you're here you were thinking hey i miss my friends i'm getting old uh, life is sad and tiring and exhausting and i text them on the group chat but sometimes there's that annoying other person in the group chat getting in the way like how do i stay in touch with my friends oh great my friends have a podcast now oh good this is how i now feel like i catch up with my friends i listen to their podcast on a weekly basis and sometimes i message them and say hey i like that episode and your friend says thanks or they just don't
1: respond, and you get really <laughs> offended.
0: <laughs> Even better. Welcome to the cultural content consumption appraisal hour with me, Jeffrey Barlow, and my fabulous co-host, Christopher Anousis Christopher, how are we this week?
1: I'm I'm okay, Jeff. But before we start, please, I'm gonna challenge you to a game you challenged me to last week. Ah, oh, balls! And hold up a timer for thirty seconds, right. and you've got to explain to people okay. what this. Shindig is all about. Okay, your 30 cool. seconds, right. starts now okay so once upon a time you uh, are young and then you
0: have a really close friend and then your close friend is like listen to this listen to this and you're like no leave me alone i want to listen to my own stuff and then later you're like actually it's kind of sad that i never like took his word for it and listen to stuff so you let a few decades pass you make lots of jokes about podcasts you make a podcast with your friend where you actually watch and listen to the things he tells you to and you sort of end up getting in this like vengeful game where you try and get them to love the things you love and he tries to get you to love the thing he loves and it's just
1: Forever Cycle of Madness. But you forgot one, like, crucial thing. Scores
0: and all the actual (laughs) points? No, no. I was (laughs) sort of hitting the emotional core (laughs) of what the show is, and I feel like that was a good one. And if you end up listening to all our episodes um, in totality, I think you're going to get a a good picture through that 30-second game. But today, I really wanted to hit a very specific note of what this old pod is about, because do you know why, Christopher? Why? Right out of the gate. I was thinking about this. <laughs> right out of the gate. My guy has hit me with Michael Jackson and Metallica. These are things that when we were literally teenagers, he was bothering me about all the time. And it's like we've barely gotten started here. That's already what my life has become. So
1: I do Oh yeah, and, and I'm running out of ideas for pictures already. <laughs> we're only five weeks I in and it's
0: crazy because you consume a lot of content. Uh my message I do. my message
1: of the week from you and I'm... Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> is this because you missed tweet of the week last week? yes this is that was such a good segment it's such a, good and segment. It's a clamoring for it to come back <laughs> yeah but
0: my uh my message of the week from you is in all caps just content overload because i
1: just feel like it speaks to a lot of
0: <laughs> our dynamic your
1: dynamic with your own stuff and that was within those minutes of my life <laughs> <laughs>
0: i think we could all relate
1: and i just like so what, what, what content have you overloaded
0: on this week jeff uh your messages as per um what else yep. this has actually been i yeah i was thinking about this question i was like this is going to be an interesting one where for once it's actually you know what it's mainly been other podcasts to get through days days are getting longer days are getting yep. more tiring to get to and from places podcasts will do their beautiful thing and accompany me there and then here or there i was like hey whether it's a a little TV show or an album that, that could surely tide me over. But no, I'm, I'm either asleep or I'm listening to the album I have to listen to for homework for this podcast. <laughs> so let me think. No, this this week... Uh, oh, there was one segment... Oh, this is great. Didn't think I'd mention this. There was one segment of a TV show called Dragon's Den that my mum was talking about over dinner. She was like... I'm no, not a big fan of this show. Um, I was like, okay. Uh, and she was just bringing it up over dinner. She was like, "There was the last 10 minutes. She was telling me and uh, my sister about it. She was so into it. And I was like, well, we're all having dinner together. Why don't we put it on? So we all watched it together. And it was basically this 18-year-old who pitched a really cool business where you get to customize your debit card or credit card or whatnot. And I'm thinking, that kind of exists already, right? That's already a thing. But he'd done it in a cool way. He's only 18. He's carrying himself very well. And the two women dragons turned him down. Spoilers, as usual. And then the three men dragons all ended up like fighting for him. They all wanted to be his mentor. And it was really cute and the dude ended up going with one or whatever but um yeah i was a good shout to mum. i was like dragon's den is better than i give it credit for sometimes that was a that was a good little 10 minutes of a television show i enjoyed this week very cultural week for me as you can tell and how about <laughs> dragon's den your... <laughs> how about yourself
1: um i watch all of the shows jeff this is something we talk about yes. so besides my weekly dose of rupaul's drag race yes which, and rupaul's drag race untucked where you see behind the scenes of the girls after when they're of the drag queens when they're yeah. backstage uh-huh. and also the youtube series the pit stop where they review the episode of rupaul's drag race you've just watched wow other than that i have also consumed a, a netflix show which is yes the rage at the moment mm. called ginny and georgia
0: uh-huh.
1: which got a shout out on saturday night live which made me laugh yes. this week which was also i think one of the best things i've watched this week because I, nice. I think it's the show of the season of the pedro pascal hosted pedro pascal nailed it yeah those sketches made me dude
0: that sketch where ginny to 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 super interrupt because let's come back to how you actually found that show or whatever but ginny and georgia is it called yep it's on netflix the whole point of that sketch being like back in the day we'll remember notable names of you know cultural things right and we're Mm. all on the same page relatively speaking and now there's just so much stuff it was almost the point of that was your text of the week it was content overload there's too much right yeah. mar- even the guy as a joke guessed that ginny and blank space he guessed it was ginny and juice and that's literally what i was thinking <laughs> it was the joke answer i was like i've never heard of this show but like that's for me can i just get in there my review of that sketch that for me was more sad than funny because it's so true That Aww. sketch. do you not think like to a point yeah
1: did you find it but funny? then aren't you happy that there's so much content out there for everybody no, no, it's too much. This okay, fine. <laughs> well, then we're in the wrong podcast. Side,
0: sidebar, sidebar.
1: Um, All right, well, I'm changing my pitch no, Listen, to listen. Ginny and Georgia. I, I've,
0: um, I've got a total, like, the fact that I think there's too much and that is kind of sad is actually the exact reason I think a podcast like this is a good thing, actually. It's not, yeah, yeah. it's like we are adding ourselves to the endless wave of stuff, but I think it's a really interesting thing of, like, you can't be so oh, there's too much content, so I won't do something that I feel called to. I don't think that's the answer. Mm. I think it's just sometimes you look at the big corporate picture and you're like, gosh, it is a lot. Anyway, um, the content you enjoy, is Ginny and Georgia enjoyable? Is that even the exact, was that just...
1: Well, I I came in like episode three. It was something that my partner had started watching Mm. and then I just started watching it and it was fine. It's fine television. Sorry? What is it? It's about a mum and her daughter Mm. who essentially have been moving around trying to escape their past or the mum's been trying to escape her past. And then you kind of just, as the se- season one un- unfolds, mm. you find out more things about the mum's past. Oh. And then the daughter finds out more things about the mum's past and the daughter's trying to cope in school because she's been moving around so much. And It's kind of like that sort of stuff. It's, it's, it's good. It's good fun.
0: Yeah.
1: And they got great southern accents, which That's occasionally... Helpful. When you watch a show like that, you find yourself doing it yourself. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) And y'all have a good time. (laughs) Fantastic. And we should move on. Yes, let's move on. Um, Two. Do
0: you mind if I take the reins here? Just on, I just you're going to have to take the reins, Joe. You're going to have to help me. You're the host. I'm just the (laughs) co-host. No, listen.
1: Is what I found out this
0: week. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) talking about feedback we've gotten from one of our first listeners. I think we're all just referring to how. I start with my little you're here rant, please, please join me on this co-host podium of co-hosts where we stand on it together and you're three feet taller than me because you are in real life much taller than me. I just need to take the reins because of this whole, it's a game of tag where it's like, hey, you know, this thing I love, can you love it, please? That's what our podcast is becoming. And it's quite interesting because obviously the format allows for more like, oh, I've enjoyed this thing a little bit i wonder what you think but (laughs) very hot and fast i've given you a darren aronofsky film i love one of my favorite paul thomas anderson films uh probably my favorite album of last year because like at some point listening to metallica i was like this guy making me (laughs) listen to his stuff and then i went through all my picks and i was like oh no fair enough i've been doing the same to him it's just i initially liked my stuff like that's where the picks came from it was my decision whereas these are his and these are ones i I was thinking this today it was such a surreal like if you had told me at 16 that i'd be like 34 like fully second listen deep making notes into a new new newish the latest i love how we
1: both felt the need to have multiple listens in order to make notes. 100%. <laughs> Even though I think you messaged me and said, don't worry about it. I just want to know what you think. Well. But then equally, yeah. we need stuff to talk about. No, we do. And I felt like, this is quite interesting. We're kind of getting into the plant-based meat mm. um, <laughs> without realising it. Mm. And we're both kind of talking about what we're not talking about yet.
0: Yeah, we're nearly there. But
1: essentially trying to <sighs> subjectively have an opinion about something yeah. without being offensive is yeah, kind right. of where i found myself yeah, yeah. and like not kind of <laughs> it, <what?
0: laughs> no, it's just really funny isn't it yeah because
1: <laughs> i was like if i just went you know what i liked half of it right. and this was a bit trash yeah. you'd be like you'd disown me and because I, it's an album you love right so, dearly. Or whatever it so it's kind of but content is subjective and yes. not everybody likes the same thing otherwise yes. the world would be bad <laughs> Yeah, I think mean, everyone should love the album that you love, Jeff. Right.
0: Well, yeah. no, no, no. It's like, yeah, I'm like, imagine we're like literally giving each other like our favourite childhood toys or family heirlooms. And it's like, tell me exactly yeah. what you feel. Like, it's it's a bit of a tough position we have put ourselves in in some ways. But I actually, I did want to shout this out in one of our earlier, earlier episodes. And it's not just the fact that we have quite um, a nice spread of um, things that we both enjoy and tastes that align. That's not the only reason that I like having these sorts of chats with you on and off the pod. It's also because ever since I was young, you always have a take. You always have an opinion. Yeah. You always felt pretty solid about like, I remember being in a phase where I was like very like fluid. And I was like, I could go either way with some of my tastes. I would read a lot of reviews to almost feel more confident in my takes. And I remember being young and you would just like stand by yours. And I'd be like, huh. And the thing is, if you, I think part of my um wanting to be a bit more Generous sometimes or something is I do think uh, there is a bit of like do you know what the artist actually intended? Sometimes a review needs to know that, but at the same time it's uh you just have the feelings you have and you know sugarcoating them sure to to a point, but no I love that and listen I also did my very very best because last week was (laughs) a very very tough thing to get through in a sense because that's your absolute guy and I thought listen it's the good content to tell you how I truthfully felt and like it was funny uh to me how
1: much i didn't enjoy no point during the, that <laughs> yeah. last week's episode did i say no jeff you're wrong right moonwalker is a masterclass right. in filmmaking exactly and you should be taking notes Ex- exactly because <laughs> at the end of the day i think we're very
0: comfortable with there is no right or wrong but i think it's also like maybe if we stop giving each other our absolute favorite things ever that might be the move going forward i don't know but like listen it's like uh Um, this was an interesting pick for you, speaking of, because this is the recent... I wonder, like, if you can speak to a bit, like, if you just had a thing in your head of, I want to recommend Jeff a Metallica album, is it this Mm. one was just the easiest pick because, oh, it's the most recent, let's see what he thinks. Was there any other sort of reason that made you think this was the one to go for?
1: I think Mm. because at the time, Mm. it sort of almost pulled me back into... A Metallica phase oh. of of music liking. Yeah. So are we are we are we doing this now? By the way, I feel like we should do this now, as in like Jeff. Yes. What did you think? <laughs> yes. 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 This I've... is where we put the little friends interlude yeah. into the meat.
0: <laughs>
1: this
0: is what Jeff
1: thinks. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> we have a lot of placeholders for interludes.
1: But yeah. You know. So so at the time this album came out, yes. I was quite happy about it. The album we're talking about is hardwired Dot. Dot. Dot to self-destruct by metallica mm. and it just got me a little bit excited about metallica again which i right. thought was fun right. i didn't really enjoy their previous album but then death I was magnetic knee deep in yeah, yeah i was probably knee deep in radiohead at the time.
0: 2008's death magnetic listen the length to which okay there's 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 it's like this is our music special this is quite fun but like yeah. i did realize it's an interesting one where i i want to like it's hard for me to do a thing without doing a deep dive. I think what we want from each other is how did you find it? I don't want like notes on every song, anything like that. I do want a genuine just, Oh shit, I better delete. That. How did you find it? But like part of me is like now I, my first take was the thing that stopped me from being a Metallica fan was not watching some kind of monster. I remember mm. this clear as day because I remember at the same time, the whole thing with me and Metallica, and this is getting to my review now, is that at the same time as I was like coming of age musically and really finding my taste in my favorite bands as a teenager, some of my closest friends were really getting into Metallica. And I almost defined myself as anti that genre. I feel like they stood for a whole genre. I felt like mm. metal wasn't my thing. I find that even for whatever reason, I can't really articulate it, but it's, it's like so high pitched and intense it ends up sort of being samey samey to me and i like couldn't hear like if you played me 10 different metal bands i'd be like that sounded the same to me that's how i felt at the time very macho very aggressive mm-hmm. and that's not what i was looking for and i've almost i've almost like to a point that i'm not proud of i've almost like allowed myself to write off an entire genre like that's the one genre i'm okay with just i'm not going to find anything there i like every other genre i'll be like no there's something for some reason all these years and metallica to me represent the most mainstream iconic figureheads of it i've been like metal's not for me but i do remember our little trip to new york you played me saint anger a lot i got into a few tracks on it and i was like if at the same time i watched some kind of monster which i remember reading about or hearing about from you like that's my exact shit behind the scenes stuff band dynamics repairing relationships i remember seeing a few clips and be like oh this is good but metallica aren't my guys if i'd done it that might have opened the door interestingly so i never did so this was almost like two decades later opening this window to like oh what could have been and listen i found a way into it where i i did like it it was uh it was fun i feel like uh there is this chemistry as much as with personal relationships and art with like just the voice and i think james hetfield has always not quite done it for me i don't hate it at all but like the way that some people don't like a chris martin or a tom york or whatever the more airy fairy guys so to speak um james hetfield's never got me got me but there was something about a few of these songs where like I did really like the melodies so like for instance I think I have this written down somewhere I did like um dream no more I really liked the vocal melody of it it was just nice and different as it started and I remember making a note and liking it moth into flame I really liked um every now and again a little lyric would jump out too that would be like unexpectedly poetic and cool it would be like Talking about viral vaccines, he's talking about blackened skies and inhale black skies. And I was like, Yeah, some of this is really working. And I think when it really clicked into place for me, like what this band might do for people, and I wanted to ask you this, mm. it was in the song Confusion. This was a good song for me because it, like, it was like, Confusion, nah. my life, it's <laughs> <laughs> like some of the quotes from it. And this is like the chorusy shit. It's like, My life is a war, I'll never have sanity again. Sanity is nothing but a memory. And I was thinking, for like, Joe blogs or whatever going to your job and being a bit stressed and just going through a thing it must be really cathartic that must be the way to key into this kind of music as you're going through a thing you need that high extreme of emotion every one of us needs a bit of self glorification because sometimes we're living these pretty mundane lives but like there is rage in us there is like greek tragedy myth level emotion Mm. there that needs this outlet and i do feel like that is what Metallica it is for some people and maybe i've missed the bow on keying into that as a younger person but i did see some of that quality and find it quite nice like basically this album seemed if i was at an angrier place in my life could have served as some kind of outlet does that at all speak to metallica fandom or am i barking up the
1: wrong tree entirely for you it's interesting that you, you you've you keyed in on the the, the lyrics mm. as whereas for me it... it's it's strange because it was at the time that I'm learning to play the guitar. Mm. And there's something about listening to this type of music, Uh but there's also something about playing this type of music. So when I listen to it, I immediately like transport myself into a a dusty rehearsal room in a high school, Mm. literally just smashing out riffs with people. And there is something about it. And you've, you've been in bands, you know, when something clicks Mm. But there's something about hitting a riff, hitting the bass and drums all at the same time Mm. where you're, whole body just sort of mm. joins in and your heartbeat starts beating the same oh, tempo of the right. song and stuff like that mm. so for me and I think I messaged you this as well that I listened to the pitch you pitched me and this album on a run <laughs> this weekend yes a very long two and a half hour long run mm. and just when I needed to kick up the ass <laughs> the Metallica album started and then suddenly I felt like I was running effortlessly because I just That's sort of great. I, just, I just tuned into it mm. and it, 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 it the, the, the lyrics are there i guess i'm i'm much more of i think i look at it from the musical aspect yeah. i just kind of enjoy sometimes that type of music sure it's just something that resonates with me quite i've written a honestly and I, and I think it's from and it's from that time yeah. in my life yeah so it's, i find it quite nostalgic when i hear a nice riff yeah I go, oh yeah that's great <laughs> that's such a
0: nice explanation for me because i watched you sent that one video about them making the song riff charge which, which would then become title track and the opening track on the album and i think if i read correctly it was like let's just do an opening thrashy shorter you know bang one out kind of thing and just watching lars and james work together to like make it i was like very nostalgic for being in bands too and then just give me that added like okay you're all on the same beat it's super aggressive and just a bit more to the point of view of being a bit more inside a song like that it's almost like a bit of an athletic thing like to keep up with it and we're going to yeah. yeah whatever like um that does make me understand it a bit more to be honest that's kind of a, a terrific way for to help me look at it mm. a bit more but that does help me i actually have this written down and you're saying like that kind of music sometimes it does it for me but bit of nostalgia mm. dusty rehearsal room this is all great but like i'm so curious what your answer might be okay if i've then used them as a mm. representative for metal generally please Christopher I'm not asking this as a gotcha at all like I'm super curious any other metal bands you rate <laughs> that's
1: a very good point
0: <laughs> I don't know I rate yeah man like in any way that like would get you going on the run in the same way like or it inter- that's also a similarly kind of interesting right their catalogue is so big to be fair to them are they
1: like mm. your one metal band pretty much right that's yeah I... and even at the time I... I wish for the life of me I could remember what the hell the name of that band was. Mm. There were a couple of bands that, but every time I listened to them, I was just like, "Ah, you're just trying to be Metallica." That, yeah, yeah. you're just trying to be Metallica. Yeah. You're just kind of like, but and then to be honest, I think for me Metallica is. Oh, go back on what I just said. Mm. <laughs> it's 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 interesting because I like Metallica because. They're almost like metal light. Right, right, and right. they probably yeah. shoot you for say, saying that. No. But it's kind of... Yeah. It's like they're the... <laughs> they're the nickelback of heavy metal. Right, right, right. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Whereas all the other ones that I tried to get into at the time, I was like, ah, you're just a little bit too heavy and thrashy right. for Well, me. that's
0: the thing, is that then if you get super into it, there's all the subgenres. Like, I didn't yeah. know... I have no idea how distinct thrash metal is from death metal, but apparently it's a real yeah. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Whole, like... You know, people... Imagine if you just stumble across this podcast... And you're like a super metalhead. You are screaming right now. Like, what are these oh, yeah, dunces talking about? <laughs> but like, yeah, for little, little Bob Dylan boys out here that we are with our little acoustic mm. guitars that we've spent years open micing, and that's like the genre we sort of have played with the, the most. I would say, um, do forgive us. Mm. But that's really interesting, right? That Metallica is your is your one. Uh, what do you? Th- I've always in my head been like, okay, if I had to be a metal guy, Metallica probably would be that band. Cause you know what? Definitely wouldn't be that band for me. I don't mean to be a hater, but like, I always felt like I'm definitely not an Iron Maiden guy. How do you feel about True that. Okay. <laughs> it's just interesting, right? True they're, that. It's just interesting. It's like, they're almost like, yeah, I, I would say more, I was thinking about them in terms of a legacy band, Metallica. I think yeah. of them more as like the Rolling Stones of metal, because yeah. another really interesting angle on this album is, the most recent album from the big legacy band because that's always a thing and i was looking at a lot Mm -hmm. of these reviews just from the wikipedia and a lot of it it always has to be is it good enough to measure up to the classic or is it a letdown and there's Mm -hmm. like oh it's capturing a bit of the old energy like some of the reviews are saying that and i was like that's a bit sad to me like the best we can hope for is capturing a bit of the old energy and i just thought that's a really interesting point i wonder if it's because they're a metal band or just have such a large audience and have to please them all but like A really interesting band to compare that to is radiohead and i obviously one of our both of us share they're one of our favorite bands but like the whole point for radiohead would seem to be that they established this thing of like the new album we're not we're never just doing a thing of reliving our past glories if anything fans would be disappointed i think that really got consolidated
1: by the time of kid a I'm just, I'm just picturing like Kirk Hammett walking in with like some sort of digital synthesizer into right, exactly. the room going, guys, I've got an idea. And then like Lars going, get out.
0: Right, right. So, but it's a funny thing where it's like one review put it in a really funny way where it was like, it's a good album, but like by the time the promotional tour is done, all these songs will be forgotten. And I was like, geez, that's a bit harsh. But like, it's almost wow. like the point there might be like, if you think about the mass audience they have and the people that come and want to hear the Black Album songs or whatever... It's like, yeah, why would they? They've already fallen in love with Metallica for what they've fallen in love with. These songs don't raise the stakes or put a new slant on it. Like, I just think this is about that album for, for legacy bands in general, not just Metallica, all legacy bands in general who are like 30, 40 years in. Who is your new album actually for? Like beyond hmm. a promotional thing, if you're not doing something different stylistically, it's just a really interesting dilemma to me because even like the last Rolling Stones album, I think was called Blue and Lonesome, um i can't even remember like i think it might have been mainly covers and like one or two originals but it's like at that point like i don't know like if there's a new u2 album that's an interesting one to me i will be super into it i'm a big weird u2 fan but um yeah bands who've stayed together 30, 40 years and still
1: don't say things you can't take back
0: <laughs> i just i just feel like i think i feel like the worst thing is a band that just says okay we're done with new material I'm not even going to play or pretend mm. let's just play the hits i think that's the actual I mean, worst
1: it's quite funny. the They're the back to their best bit. There's a song mm. on the album called "Spit Out the Bone." Yes, the Metallica the final fans. Album. Were lo- yeah, final album. Yeah, final track on the album. Yeah, yeah. That Metallica fans lost their shit about because really? they were so. When they heard it, they were like, "Wow, this is like." Oh, okay. They haven't done this shit in a very long time, and, no it, and idea, it made people lose their lose their shit. Fun song. Oh, that's interesting. I, this is just how much yeah. of a newbie
0: I am, right? Two lessons. Yeah. By the way, I'd like to put it out there that I feel like I always do a a pretty annoying time-consuming self-inflicted rule of two listens minimum before i'm allowed to like move on with my life you listen to it twice yeah man and it's a long album it was fun it was cool but oh a really funny part because your context is going to be when you talk about yours is going for this run right um Mm. i was like lying around all day with a really chilled out napping dog and it wasn't the same (laughs) that's another reason the whole like oh the anger that would usually come with this out like today is a day off work for me i'm having a rest day like anyway um one other thing i just have to shout out because okay i've given you the generous side but also like i am a 34 year old man listening to a song called man unkind like what am i doing um there (laughs) were like a few things did jump out at me like maybe like 12 year old me would be like man unkind sick you should capitalize the
1: un like is this actually happening and yeah it is why did they capitalize the un i don't understand I don't know but why I did they have to go man you <laughs> <end> kind
0: <laughs> but like i i really i did find a flow of it where i was like if you're into this this could like so be awesome and i enjoyed i enjoyed i just i feel like i'm i'm a bit too far gone to have been grabbed by it but then i'm also the type that with a certain bit of context and a certain like slant i could end up like i really do still think it might come up later on i don't mean to give you too much artillery some kind of monster could be and then suddenly i'm actually like oh hey let me listen to saint anger oh hey let me. i was
1: convinced you'd seen that movie
0: weirdly i haven't right and i feel like i've seen enough clips of it that even i took a moment and went back and checked i was like no i've never watched it in full um and then like, I'll find a few interview snippets, I'll find Jet, James Hetfield talking about his songwriting practice, and suddenly I'm going to be hooked because I, I do have that tendency. And yeah, the the, the way I just... I got... thought you were
1: going to say something along the lines of you know what? what, maybe I'll come to download with you. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs>
0: well, I did, I did have a funny thing of like today's, it's not just the scores. I feel like both of ours end with a proposal of so, did you like it enough? You'll come to the show because Big Thief also have a London show coming up. But let's have two. Oh well, that you might just be taking the reins back now, from what I can hear. Sorry. Before we get there, shall we?
1: Anyway, anyway just just yes. wanted to, something else to just point my head. You're yeah. talking about Metallica being like the uh, uh, the Coldplay of metal, yeah, or whatever. We want to <laughs> whatever we are. There's
0: so many different <laughs> bands we can um, use there. But
1: it's interesting because whereas they sort of they are part of the metal genre mm. and they don't necessarily go on like big ticket. Tours mm. with like loads of the thrashy, thrashy, heavy, heavy, dark, dark metal bands. Right, but they did do like that whirlwind tour in the nineties mm. where it was them, Guns and Roses, and another, and I can't remember who it was. Okay, and it was like the Kings of Rock, oh. and you could all argue that they're all like legacy bands, sure. and not necessarily the sort of you know, it's not like they were touring with a bunch of death, death, death metal. Oh, people.
0: I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They all rose to that like sort of shiny mainstream pinnacle.
1: Yes. Of, they were the they 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 were all just the big nineties rock band. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah. And I, I I although they've got metal in their name, I'd never really say Metallica or Metal Metal. But... There's, there's another weird point of view. Anyway, they they're, they're going to be coming for us in the comments.
0: <laughs> but like I sort of saw their whole journey as like peaking artistically with Black Album. And Black Album's where it gets a bit different. This is from from just from yeah, my yeah. A very outsider point of view, right? And I don't know, it's like it's almost like they almost became just a band band, which would have been very interesting. But they, mm. at the end of the day, they didn't. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about with this band. I feel like it's such a noob where there's like such a culture to it. But at the end of the day, some of it really worked for me. Here or there, a vocal line and a melody would really get me. Um, you talking about it from the inside of the music really, really helps put a nice spin on it. Oh, one thing I wanted to ask you, just out of curiosity, every song written by... Lars and James, that video you sent sent me showed me mm. that. Just a bit curious, what's the deal? Because Kirk, the really amazing guitarist, seems to be doing whatever. Like they're not. There's a thing. My most famous example in The Strokes were the first two albums, Julian Casablancas apparently wrote every musical part, right? Mm. Whereas in this band, it does not. It seems like Kirk's doing what he wants to do. Um. So how is like? Is a guitar well, solo like, not historically
1: important? from well from what? Mm. Yeah, just from, from what, what you remember. I gather, yeah, they yeah. they. They spend like ages just when they're when they're apart. They just anytime they come up with a riff, they'll kind of record it and then keep like a whole list of them or mm. keep a whole load of them. And then I think essentially James and Lars kind of workshop them. Mm. Um, sometimes Kirk feeds into that as well. Mm. Sometimes Rob does, but essentially I think it's James and uh, Lars come up with the the crux of it, mm. most of it. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. And Kirk just walks in and goes, "Where do you want the solo?" pretty pretty cool comes in and goes wow <laughs> it Wah! certainly does
0: oh I don't know if it's in a show or something but I just did want to highlight this one song the intro to Am I Savage I was like I know this mm. like it just felt very odd that maybe halfway through the song I was like okay I don't know this anymore but then I listened to it the second time Am I Savage these are great titles <laughs> I wrote I wrote uh, I annotated one particular lyric you ask for forgiveness I ask for sweet revenge I wrote next to it harsh <laughs> <laughs> sorry if I blew up your ears with that but I just found that very harsh lyric fair enough um uh, the flesh betrays the flesh. I like that. Right,
1: conscious of time. Yes, Jeffrey. Yes. Um, okay. I am going in very quickly with my guesses. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. Threes across the board. I think you were politely looking forward to it in a in a weird way from the way we ended the pod. Yep. I think that you didn't hate or dislike it as you were listening to it, yep. and I think you think it's fine. I mean, you're close. You're you're two <gasps> in total off. I was actually four, four and three.
0: Uh, really, yeah, 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 it was uh <sighs> Jesus Christ. yeah during I'm never it, there was, win one. there was no part of me questioning my life while listening, which is what happened last week it it did feel like a nice, strong four, if anything, it was like that nice like I've been backed into a corner, I haven't given Metallica a chance, but like this pod and this friend of mine have put me in that position, <laughs> I'm actually ready for this, and it was quite fun, um, okay. Also, the cross-cutting sort of canon vocals on "Spit Out the Bone" did really get me. I just had that
1: note. I really had. to get that. It was really cool. um, it Sounds like a note you just found at the bottom of your notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, as he scrolls to the bottom of his notes, now, as you scroll to the bottom of your notes,
0: can you? This is just this mm-hmm. is just a test. I'm not sure I could do this either. Could you, without looking at your notes, say the name of this album? <laughs> Dragon New Moon. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Dragon New Moon sounds cooler. <laughs> New, oh, I don't think I can do it either. Warm by the way, Dragon Warm Mountain,
1: in you. I Believe in You by Big Thief. Why is the mountain warm? <laughs> is it not a volcano? I don't, <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure this, um, that is a song with that name that didn't make the album, which is always an interesting one. But please do tell, I'm pretty sure that's so- that song is on the album. There you go, it's been quite a while since I've listened to it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Did you like that song? Did you like the album?
1: I firstly would like to say, yes. Thank you, Jeff. Yes. Music is great. Hey, isn't it? this is great. I like that. <laughs> and I like listening to music and I don't do it enough. So thank you. And this album, mm. while being long, was beautiful. Hey. It was innocent. It was mm. honest. These are all really nice words that I wrote down yes. to try and come up with a way of summarizing oh, it. A great words for that, and, and and I had, a, I had a lovely time for it. And if anything... Mm. I listened to it once all the way through while I was in a car mm. and another time while I was running. Mm. So I had no idea what half the songs were called. Yes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when coming into this sort of um, review that we're doing now. Yes. Um, but essentially, I've, I've, I quickly skimmed through them to try and remind myself mm. the ones that I liked mm. and this, that and the other. And I think, I, I, I think it's lovely. And I think I need to listen to it at like another 12 times because I think every time I hear it, yeah. you pick up a lyric you didn't hear the time before yes. that. Yes. And Adrian is such a beautiful lyricist yes. and musician and songwriter that I feel like it deserves more listens. To be honest, and I think I've tried to make some notes around the bones of the album mm-hmm. to try and try and make sense of it. Mm. And I think um, the the album starts quite strong. Yeah, there's sort of three really strong tracks at the start, mm. and I, they're probably just strong because I've listened to them before. Probably mm. every time I've tried to listen to the album, right. so then you get familiar with them and you feel safe when you, you when you listen to them. Mm. Um, but time escaping is is is, is great fun. Mm. I liked the sort of percussive dissonant rhythm yes. of it, and it, it was it was lovely. I feel like Spud Infinity must be a a, a, a single because yes, mate. is yes, is mate.
0: it? <laughs> I don't no. I don't even know if it is. Like, does music even work that way anymore? But
1: like that to me is like that. Yeah. It is a, it is a kind of thing. And, it, and it's an earworm that I find myself whistling or singing right. as I'm just wandering around yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to try and sing. No, it. No, no, but um, I know what you mean. And the title track itself is beautiful as well. Mm. And I, the beautiful is the running theme that I had nice. because there's the, there was, it's like a, a mishmash of like beautiful, just sort of lovely singer songwritery songs, folky mm. songs, mm. um, sometimes swaying into country and then back again. Um, And then I think uh, there's that song about the apples, Jeff. Yes. Yes, there is the song about the apples. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about when I say the song about the apples? Yes. Is there something about the wings of the sparrow? Yeah. And then she sings about apples, For every other line. She rhymes apples with apples probably four times in a row. Yeah, we'll find that. But I remember listening to that song and I I think it's literally just the same melody over and over and over and over and over and over over again. Mm. And it kind of like climaxes at the end and, um harmonies come in and out mm. and it stresses me out thinking about that song because i imagine if i was singing it that i'd get one of those lines wrong
0: <laughs> I, th- I think it's the song sparrow yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah it's the song sparrow yes. yeah yeah, yeah. so
0: um oh I, um, I like that i like that that's another muso sort of thing that you're
1: thinking while listening right yeah um uh, there was a s- and then when little by the time little things came in i was like hey here comes the electric stuff yes because I think it starts very much acoustically. You told me it was a double album, but listening to it all the way through, it's, I, I kept trying to find the point where I mm. thought album one finished and album two started. Yes. And I think I probably got that wrong. I mean, it's um, interesting
0: because on, um, you know, there are many streaming platforms available, but on the one I chose to listen to Metallica on, it actually said disc one, t- disc two, whereas on the Big Thief okay. one, it doesn't. Um, so yeah, I'd actually, if I was just looking at it, I wouldn't know where to put that divide up either. I'd have to go get my vinyl copy out. But um Oh, dude these takes are so fun oh so you're like <laughs> you were you were forced to listen and you were quite uh i feel like ever since i recommended it about a year ago it has hmm. been one that you were like genuinely if i just had a bit more time or a bit more yeah. of a push i want to listen anyway yeah Do you remember the album i compared it to when i first recommended it it was a weird one i made a big thing of it i don't know if i stand by it anymore to be honest but i basically said i think you it, compared it to yeah Oh, it was the Dylan album, yeah. wasn't it? I was said it on the track. It was Blonde on Blonde. I said it was their Blonde on Blonde. Blonde on Blonde. It's just like super big. And it's like them going mm. in lots of different directions. And they're really finding themselves with their confidence. Um,
1: yeah. And then just, just to, I'm not going to go through every other note I had against. I would say songs mm. that I really liked. Yes. I really liked No Reason. Love it. And I actually took a quote Ooh. of the lyrics for one section where she says, there is no reason to believe, no reason at all. Mm. Come together for a moment, look around, and dissolve like a feeling, like a flash, like a fallen eyelash on your sweater, threading future through the past. Oof. And I was just like, "Who comes up with right words like that?" It's like Levi Weaver out here, yeah. Just coming up with shout out to one of
0: Christopher's favorite old songsmiths, Levi Weaver, who we miss dearly. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: And and that and that is sung over a beautiful melody. And right. I think either a bridge or a chorus of, of some right. some some kinds. I also really liked uh, Simulation Swarm, which you sent me a link to. Yes earlier as well it was another one of my favorites yeah that's very that's um, a lot
0: more vibey isn't it it was like they they came up with a really cool like groove and like yeah there's lots of colors in that one um yeah have you got have you got one or two more to
1: shout uh i did like that it ended with a lovely little bit of country right um but to be honest i think somewhere mm. around little things mm. and dried roses i think I don't know. I think I got stressed with trying to pay attention to it. Oh, bless you. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> which is which is the thing when you've got like 90 minutes of music to listen to and then if I found my attention drifting slightly and yeah. I think I put a little note here that my sort of attention waned yes. somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You, I kind of get stressed out about it. Oh,
0: so I, to- I you, it's, it's a funny one that we both ended up with like an hour, 15, 20 minute album recommendations because I totally know what you mean if you're not in that space. And I wonder how are people globally actually experiencing albums this length, Right like surely most of them are cherry picking and like who actually like I try my best man for the long albums I'm trying like I'm listening uninterrupted and blah 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 and it's just yeah. very difficult so uh bless you for even noticing that I think that's a really interesting uh point it's funny that you do mention around the time of dried roses because you texted me about liking dried roses I do remember yeah um, this is a funny thing of just like your friends you think of for stuff because I do mm. remember listening to this album and it was around that song that I was like, nah, I'm really gonna have to do a job getting Christopher to listen to this because <laughs> it was just something very Ryan Adamsy and and beautiful and folky and like you know mm. when when you're that level of like, listen, Neil Young would 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 cover this shit. It's
1: really good. Um, and and talking about context, mm. after two listens last night, I did go back to an email you sent me in December ninth, twenty twenty which was a reddit QA ah, with Adrian Lenko. Yeah. So and I and I read it all Did and I was you? like oh, I was going to have like some digs at you about your comments around production because I was like it takes effort yes. to make these days yes. productions sound lo-fi, sure. fuzzy and things like it's it's a conscious decision to do that if that makes any sense. It's probably harder to make something sound lo-fi than it is to sa- make it sound Right, right, right. And then in, in her little Q&A, she was like, yeah, i would just recording tapes. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll shut up. <laughs> no, no, no. That's really funny. <laughs> That's really, really funny. Because I don't... I
0: actually... I love how you just put that. I really do agree. But it's like, I guess it's just one of those things where it's like, not everybody is built that way, right? Like, yeah. I bet, I bet, because I've read a lot of interviews, as you know, I bet that um the people around her really, really help out. Like yeah. Buck Meek, the guitarist, is super into production stuff and maybe like she's more the type who
1: talks and like i want it to feel like a waterfall on my face or something <laughs> yeah. it's like and also the, the the song and the reason i was gonna before i read that yeah. the reason i was gonna sort of make a comment about it is because the production value on all the songs changed right. throughout. right, it. right so right, there, right. there are some like i think the last song blue lightning mm. or no actually no love 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 because i made a comment about it because it gave me ryan adams vibes yes um rec- new ryan adams yeah, vibes. yeah. um yes. because it sounded like a live band recording in a room mm like that whereas other ones actually sound a lot clearer right. so it's kind of in my head I was like she's just making different choices for the songs which sounds like a very after reading one interview with her it sounds like a very thing a thing that she would do right, right right And I keep saying she as if she does all of this but I feel like she has a solo career she does as well she does her big fan stuff
0: she does but she's still like I think she's the primary songwriter like she really I do like that about how even though she's got her own stuff um the band is a lot more democratic and whatever, but she's still the one who brings the lyrics and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they definitely help her shaping the songs a lot. Can you... Um, the, the only, if I was gonna have a hot
1: take oh, and I've really been thinking about it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just something the, to nitpick. No, great. Again, I feel... It's, I, I immediately took it back when I thought it because I thought actually... <laughs> I took it back from I, who? <laughs> from myself.
0: <laughs> was I just yeah. thought
1: there could be a really good 10 song album here. That's oh, totally. like, And by the way, the I
0: saw a similar thing about the Metallica album. Yeah, it would, If it was, oh, I actually remember the quote, if it was half the length, it would be twice as effective as what one review said. Yeah. And I was like, well, yes. <laughs> it's like, there are going to be those fans <laughs> who want the bloated everything. I remember um, uh, I definitely was part of the crew that thought Stadium Arcadium people would talk about that really huge Chili Peppers album. And I was mm-hmm. like, if you dare get rid of a single song. But like in general... Yeah, of course. If they just pick the ten most glowing, lovely, crazy, beautiful mm-hmm. ones, it's funny how some bands get to these double album portions of their career because in the sense, it's like you're, it's overkill, guys. What are we doing? Like you've got loads but then of gems. Equally,
1: there there might be massive big thief fans exactly. out there that are like give me more songs.
0: I, honestly, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of there, which is why it's really yeah. interesting that we both that are like oh please like this band i'm into we both gave each other the double albums because that i didn't know it was a double yeah i'm pretty sure it is bro i'm pretty sure but i'm loving uh these takes and it's really uh interesting to me uh uh time sometimes right because i listen to this i think as i mentioned last week like walking up and down harrow on the hill like every day for a while and like it's quite interesting that i think we're both finding this phenomenon of like oh, when I recommend a thing, part of me really wants to also re-listen or re-experience so I know what the other person's talking about. And I started playing it and I had to stop it. I was like, oh, I'm not actually ready. Like I really, really rinsed it like daily, mm-hmm. like at least two weeks. Like I actually made a conscious thing of it uh, that like right right now I'm not, I'm not quite ready to go back to it yet because it actually does evoke a lot of feelings around a certain time and whatnot, which is one of the most amazing things music can mm-hmm. do. But that is also an explanation. Why I forgot there's literally a title track because there is a song called dragon new warm mountain i believe in you um yep. and i'm looking at the song titles now
1: it's beautiful in my notes Bless you,
0: beautiful <laughs> is the main word and i think um i'm not gonna i think the review portion of speaking about it I would want to change my scores, but I have scores locked in this time.
1: I'm not you Can't now. I, you can't. I, I can't. You can't. You've done that before and, and, and it was cheating. <laughs> and I got, I got a
0: win out of it. That some And, might and if, if it
1: sounds like I'm not listening to you, it's because occasionally our little Google meet is freezing. Yeah. I've got I a few. Miss, I missed some of your sentences. I've got a few frozen to myself, but I think we've, we've kept
0: plodding along rather nicely. I'm going to, I had a guess of fours across the board. I felt it was fours across the board. I think you were a hard get for a five, but one of them now that I've heard you, I can't tell you which, but one of them might have a five, but in terms of the locked-in guesses, it was all
1: fours, so... All fours? Yeah, that was yeah. what I had. Well, um, in anticipation. Yeah. And so let's just, before we drop that, I would... And just, just so you know, this review is sponsored by the word beautiful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: you were two off mine in total, so I wonder who's... Your your three. Ah, no! Okay, hold on. I don't want to so, second guess,
1: but this is three, crazy. before. before yeah. was a three. Really? Yeah, because I... I <laughs> <laughs> how? Just cuz I didn't know. I was like I was looking forward to it, yeah. but I wasn't like gassed about it. I love it. I love it.
0: I love how much already. <laughs> and I said
1: thank you afterwards. You do. You, do First, you did. The start of this 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 yeah. section of the podcast I did. said thank you. I like Isn't how in our great? shared
0: language and universe there's already like chasms of difference between a 3 and a 4 cuz I guessed 4 and I'm like 3, like I'm going to be thinking about that all right.
1: how is he 3? Um during yes. also a 3. Wow. <laughs> it, and by the way three's a good threes are, three is a good it's not a poor maybe we need to have a scale where we agree what these numbers no, are no no this is, is great I'm, I'm going with a three during wow. and this was again because I just mainly it's difficult it's I was of the lot- of stressed about it all
0: yeah you were stressed
1: <laughs> <laughs> because I was trying to pay so much attention and I, so I therefore I think drained yourself dur- the during enjoyment I was almost trying to come up with like having an opinion about every lyric oh, of every so song of every strum of every guitar we
0: are nailing a problem with our podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes we we never enjoy anything <laughs> because we're too stressed about it oh, um dear. and then after in retrospect four. is a five wow that's crazy so so i didn't get a single on one
0: wrong no. oh wow i didn't get and i th- and, right, and i, I think
1: yeah. the more i listen and the more i go back the more I'll enjoy yeah, it. Which, okay. is, which is one of those great things about music. Yes. Nobody likes a song when they first hear
0: it. No, exactly.
1: Which Do is, you remember the first time you heard Shake It Off by Taylor Swift and everyone was like, the
0: fuck is this shit about? I do, was
1: there a moment like that?
0: I really wasn't Well, that was when discourse. I was watching it. Okay, okay. No, but I lo- that's a really... But no, no, but yeah. That's such a good point about music, right? Because you have to get over this first listen hump. And I feel like mm-hmm. you especially can speak to this whole, like, if you're busy enough, you lose almost the... Uh, willingness and energy to get over the first listen hump and Hmm. i don't know i don't know i think occasionally you need a push occasionally you need something in live music to wake you up i think in on our music spectacular that this episode is we can both shout out one of our favorite older singer-songwriters tom McRae, who both Mm -hmm. saw perform a a live show over the christmas period and i think for both of us that woke up a bit of a sense of like oh yeah music you can sort of drift away for a bit uh and it was so nice to come back to him i think we both uh binged a lot of albums um in the run-up to actually seeing him perform live and God, it's nice because we're both um, very connected by music, but we like so much other stuff. But it is nice to come back sometimes and just be like, there's nothing better than music, right? And live music nah. and music yeah. itself. Like it's, it's, it is, is. Um, I can't remember what the exact quote is, but there is this a very highfalutin quote of like all kinds of art are like aiming to be like music. And mm. I definitely like uh, agree with just it's it's nothing can touch it. And I'm glad we did a, a whole episode on nothing but it. I don't know how we... I can't remember if it was a bit of a tit for tat thing or if we both came into it knowing that but mm. but speaking of that i can't believe i was i'm still obsessed about these threes bro i'm like what are we doing here three he said <laughs> beautiful six times ladies and gentlemen and it was a three yeah what even is a three <laughs> like what are we talking about He's see they going. yeah what a great movie bang average like what kind of, <laughs> i don't get it i
1: gave it a five in retrospect i, I
0: like that i like that you're you, you, If you weren't as
1: stressed, it would be a four. It's because you were stressed. Yes. <laughs> because I was stressed. And maybe maybe going forward, we agree. Yeah. Our stress around <laughs> having opinions, because we have to talk about them, uh, cannot impact on our enjoyment of something. I mean, that would
0: just be nice in life. Like, I recommended you a thing. I was so I was, stressed about talking to you about the thing. If I was,
1: if I was doing Metallica on that run, yeah. that would have got a four. Oh, exactly. I was going to say, <laughs> what
0: better way to get some catharsis after being a bit stressed about having a take of just, oh, this is angry music I like, where I don't have to even think about that. Great. It's like everything around that now is going to be more enjoyable because you're not as stressed about having a take. RuPaul's Drag Race right now must be your favorite thing ever, ever, ever. And it usually is anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. Can I... Um, so, can I, you want to pitch first? I do want to pitch first. I've been thinking okay. about this long and hard. I wanna I want to start getting in there a few of my little... This isn't going to tax you too much. This isn't anything where I'm trying to convince you about a masterpiece or whatnot. I just need you to share in the fun you're, uh, of something shorter and sweeter. Um, Ooh. I think the last time I did this in a non-pod fashion was I th- um, the Tim Robinson show, Is um, the sketch show. I think you should leave. Um, and now I'm going to do it with a little show you're going to watch the pilot of called Nathan mm. For You. And Nathan, Nathan, for me, for you is the name of the show, yeah. and it will be for you. This is my pitch to you.
1: I know this guy, yes, you, you do. I've spoken to you about this guy, yes, before. you have
0: Nathan Fielder. Okay. And I'm not gonna give any context or elaborate on why, but in terms of the time commitment and the concentrating on what takes I can have, I don't want you to worry about it. Enjoy a pilot of a show, which I feel like just is something one like just one episode. The pilot, where what can I part? find this show? Um, talk to me outside of the pod and we can okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, I... and he just do a has not he just done a weird show about huh. some sort of fake documentary called the rehearsal about... yes. yes
0: this is this is our guy yes okay cool um and obviously like i I don't want the listeners to get the wrong idea by my previous comment i'm sending him a vhs on the post as we always do this is what we do
1: for our... obviously this is how we do it yep <laughs> okay. this is how we know they're watching the right thing because we send them the physical comment.
0: exactly um i have and that's what that's my pitch to you for this week, Nathan. For you, and just episode okay. one. And I would love your take.
1: Any 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 reasons why you have picked this and why you want me to watch it? Yeah, it's shorter because I feel like sweeter. we do this after the fact, which then impacts how we enjoy it. Or, oh, do you reckon?
0: Or, yeah, just to, yeah. to speak to it a bit. I feel like um, there's nothing I feel like you and I love more than like laughing together at a thing. So the thing we've most mm. recently I think gotcha. both enjoyed as a comedy is uh, a bit of Ted Lasso, and mm-hmm. it's like we always are trying to like. We bonded so much in our childhood over um, friends and over, yes, I will shout it out, Christopher, Joey. We bonded over Joey. Imagine. Scrubs. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) It's not even phased that I (laughs) shout out Joey. Um, Joey was great. Joey was fun. Joey was wrong. If you didn't finish Joey, you didn't finish Friends. This is my new take that I try and tell everyone. Facts. Yeah, right. Um, But uh, here or there, I do feel like there is this, um, tell me if I'm wrong, I feel like there is this point of view you have about some of my comedy tastes. Where you're like, mm. I think, let me try and find the best term for it. This is too weird for me, Jeff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a take. Yeah, That's a take yeah. I sometimes have. And just, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is. But then, equally, one of my favorite skits on SNL mm. are the um, Please Don't Destroy Boys. Right. Who are also very weird and Very what weird. Do. And I feel like you did a whole deep
0: dive into the John Mulaney sketches where they end up becoming musicals. Yeah. And yep. I feel like, I feel sometimes. Um, I feel like you're weirder than you know and I want you to uh I want you to come over to the weird side for this show I'm not even saying it's especially especially on the weird side it's like is it the is it the SNL uh lobster musical version like is it that that extreme or not I'm not I'm not saying but it's just thinking about that whole comedy disparity sometimes made me think this is this is a show I really just want your take on and I want to see if you enjoy sometimes I do feel like I'm pushing out the boat a bit can you just speak to did you enjoy I think you should leave with Tim Robinson and did you find it weird because I think your answer to both those questions are yes
1: I enjoyed it and I found it weird great (laughs) yes correct (laughs) so it's yeah slightly along those lines so Mm. Jeffrey Barlow yes I watch all of the shows you do as you know um and one of those shows that I'm currently watching Mm. is called Shrinking ah so it's not called shrink? you no it's no. called okay,
0: okay, i think it's called Shrink. yeah yeah
1: no you're right and i'm thinking you of mentioned scrubs and ted lasso in your last little i
0: did i little did, little did we not... in your
1: last words and therefore i'm like how do you always know and foresee what's coming your way <laughs> did we not dm because about I this one like... sorry did we not dm about this one we yeah we yeah, mentioned it we yes uh, you sent me a, a dm yes. About uh, Bill Lawrence saying thank you to Phoebe Bridges right. for making episode three great, okay. and I DM'd back. Episode one and two were lovely. And two. then I, ta- <laughs> I, ta- I re-
0: tagged that with a laughing emoji because he watches Just all watches the shows. All the shows. <laughs>
1: yes. So I would like you to watch episode one of Shrinking. Wow. Please, because. No.
0: You're ruining your streak of not throwing me. I thought you were going to have another watch episode six because it's blah blah blah. You're just giving me a pilot nope. too, yeah? Straight because down the middle. I would
1: like you to watch a show when I watch a show oh, too, and sweet I thought idea. that would be lovely.
0: How many episodes in again?
1: <laughs> Three. Okay, this
0: might be doable. This might be doable. Yes. Is any and part of you watching The Last of Us?
1: Not yet. No, interested? Because I need to get the um, <coughs> VHS for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to get that in there. I've seen a lot of billboards recently. Also, I also need to finish season two of Ginny and George. Oh, of course you do. What are we even talking <laughs> and about? Also and also start and finish... Ep- i did watch wednesday yes <laughs> i've watched chris watches chris watches all the he shows, does watch all the unless shows. they are about vikings or like set in 1800s yeah. or or something about a ripped guy being called a witcher so yet again <laughs> we've gone from a music
0: spectacular to like we're both doing tv shows now i have one question i've always been meaning to ask you am i inside your head <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> al- always at some point right um i literally said just said two different answers in one sentence um do how do you feel about like being in one show six episodes in another show seven seasons in another show you've just finished the, like every now and again like i'm wa- i'm trying to watch a couple shows right now and every now and again i do just get this feeling of like i wonder if back just, in the day just, i just switched just, one show and finished it and yeah. then watch it like do you sometimes feel a bit like where even am i right now sometimes
1: yeah. like part of me is really annoyed that i haven't watched season two of the White Lotus. Oh, okay. Because I watched season one. Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly I'm watching Ginny and Georgia. I'm like, but but the White Lotus was <laughs> we, we were doing that. And but then I also think it's a mood thing. Yes. Like yes. it took me like three months to get through Dharma because it was a lot of effort. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you have to be in the right mood for things. And sometimes I just want to watch reruns of Always Sunny. Hundred. Hundred. I hear you, bro. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good answer. To be fair. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. But 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 equally. Shrinking is now something I'm looking forward to every Friday, hmm. um, mainly because my boy Brett Goldstein does not let ah. me down. And we need to shout out a movie called Super Bob. Yes, we do <laughs> need to shout out. It's one of which the only movies I've ever bought off of iTunes. Wow.
0: <laughs> it's a fil- I think that might be the last film we watched together. Possibly. Yeah, we watched it in my house and it was really fun. And it's yeah. because Christopher got me into his podcast too. And obviously, we both became fans initially through his his being on Ted Lasso. Oh, this is a great yeah. shout, bro. I think he, at least in part, was one of quite a few inspirations of even this pod, to be fair. So I do feel a bit yeah. indebted now. I probably should watch the show that you're telling me to watch. So I will watch the yeah. show.
1: So so for the audience yes. who don't know, Shrinking is a show by Bill Lawrence, mm-hmm. who was a showrunner for Scrubs and Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's written this show with Brett Goldstein, who is in t- Ted Lasso and a stand up comic in the UK and is just adorable and a lovely person. Oh, well put, per, well put. <laughs> Um, and it's also written with Jason Siegel as well. Mm. So the three of them are, are down as writers of the show yes. and creators of the okay. show. Um, and it's just, it's just, a. I I actually laugh out loud. Wow. Out High for
0: praise for this. It's interesting they're yeah. doing this while Ted Lasso is still going. That was my first thought. I was like, oh, I didn't think a new project was like doing a...
1: Well, there's rumours season three of Ted Lasso is the last season.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also seen this, but like, I, I guess, yeah, I was just thinking it would be that would, if it's going to be the last season, why not... Mm. Finish it and then do it. It's quite interesting that part of the... they've already formed a new coalition of. I mean, Brett and Rob McElhenney
1: does always sunny and Request. quest. True, true, true. Um, so I it's have something to do move, when really. you're not doing the other thing.
0: Hundred percent. No, that's that's a, that's a very good point. It's just
1: uh, it's interesting. I didn't expect yeah. it, but I like it. It's funny how. But it's just, it's just it's just got it's got lovely one-liners in it as well that I just there's there's, there's an element of comedy about it that just mm. seems thought through mm. and like delivers. Mm. You know, sometimes you get comedy shows where they're kind of like. They, they deliver it name and shame just not funny name and shame i can't think of any I don't okay okay, okay uh, got... two and a half men okay oh great example i knew you deliver and the lines them. but it's just not funny right right
0: <laughs> millions at the time would disagree due to ratings but that's not what we're talking about i know exactly what you mean and i think our audience yeah, will we well. are correct yeah exactly <laughs> get all that subjective of talk you're impressed out that here. i got that reference out <laughs> <laughs> that was good stuff um okay okay i love this is it just me? Can I just say this to end? Because I'm happy to do it, and I'm happy to. Why aren't Bill and Zach ever doing anything? Are they still friends? That makes me sad. They were. They seemed so meant for each other. You know. It's a funny one. Is that just me?
1: Is is Zach Braff typecast as JD? Yeah, he can't really do anything else. Oh, I don't know. Him, yeah, I, I sw- know. actually, no, that's a lie. I swear, I saw him in something. Oh, okay,
0: well, recently. Recently, yeah,
1: yeah, but I don't. know. The
0: old hey, Zach Braff can do something else. Oh, that would be good if it, if that did happen.
1: Now, uh, by the way, mm. just if you want, because I know you, you like the content, I find Brett Goldstein on one of the late night shows recently. Oh, yeah. Again, about- he was adorable.
0: Fantastic. And and yeah. uh, prom- promoing this show, I assume
1: yeah yeah love that for him and, and then they just sort of say to him oh you're an emmy winner and he's like yeah i know it's crazy and it? it doesn't make any sense oh that's awesome speaking just, of he's just he's just it he just seems like a nice he does guy. seem like have a you nice heard thing. the yeah, can i give one more anecdote no please and, done, and i'll stop yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop man no, man, man crushing brett goldstein there's there's the anecdote of when he got cast as uh roy kent yeah in ted lasso mm. and bill called him and said you got to come over you're doing it mm. and we start filming tomorrow or something like that mm. and he was like but i've got a couple of." Uh, comedy gigs lined up and I don't want to let down like the audience Aww. and stuff like that. And Bill Lawrence was like, you're about to be in a show mm. and we've cast you and you're acting in it. You need to fly over now. And he's just kind of like, oh, OK, I guess I'll have to cancel them. And he just felt really bad about it. And I was like, that's a nice man. That is a nice man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice anecdote. Because
0: those 20 people that were going to come to his little show. <laughs> going to get let down. Imagine he actually didn't. That, yeah. That's a show in itself, isn't it? The comedian who yeah. felt so bad he wouldn't take the new opportunity. <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that he's that guy. Shout out to... To late night shows, you've just reminded me I really need to catch up on apparently David Letterman's old Paul Schaefer band uh, did a guest spot on Jimmy Fallon's show. I literally saw this mm. highlight, uh, this headline the other day, and I was like, I need to watch that, and then I forget about all the things I want to do, and then sometimes I catch up. Do we up. need to
1: start putting like links to things that we say and i for posts. sure there's so
0: many things we say. Okay, tell you what, if you're okay. doing the if you're doing the the nuts and bolts and the nitty gritty of actually getting this episode with all its really bad audio from my end up to snuff um let me yeah. let me get some shout outs and links ready i would love to can i with the jokes yeah. we were making earlier talking about how like listen if you think there's too much content in here what are we even doing with a pod i would love to end on a tweet of the week actually that speaks to this exact thing are you ready for this
1: you you can but i was also going to ask you yes to, i was going to pitch you one extra <gasps> A song, if I may. A
0: song, wow! I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get this in before the song because I feel like then I will, I will be able to to take on the song. I need to remind myself why I like art in the first place. With this, it's from at starting from Nix and I X, um, and it's just two. It's two tweets. uh, (laughs) It's the tweet thread of the week. Actually, something I've realised is it's essential to intentionally consume high quality content. Philosophy, art, music, film, literature. A corporate job can really dim the quality of your creative pursuits, which is why people say they become more boring over time. I don't think it's something that just happens to the brain as we age. It's a slow degradation of creative input, which would make anyone start to think in rote ways. And I just thought I love the point of like, it's your diet. Your culture you consume <laughs> is literally your diet. And yep. um, the ways that you think and the ways that you behave are going to be determined in some degree by what you consume. And I just think it's good to be aware of that, that sometimes if you're consuming nothing but awful stuff, no wonder you're not feeling great. And by awful stuff, I don't even mean... And which
1: is why I shout at you all the time when you're on Twitter. <laughs> because Twitter's a Looking negative place. Looking at all place. the hot takes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and,
0: that's, that's a, and then that's a very interesting counterpoint is where did I see that take though that put it so wonderfully right
1: oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> no, but well i think the, you know my 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 dealings with twitter is i'll dip in yes. for like an hour one week, time a week or not even at like 12 12 15 minutes a week mm. and then i just dip straight back out yeah mainly because i'm avoiding spoilers for all the shows
0: all so watching, the spoilers because he watches all, all the, the shows um
1: okay but uh, we we don't have time for my pitch now because we've gone over 2 hours. Oh we no we haven't. No no we've gone over <laughs> 8 hours. <laughs> We're into hour 2 of the show. Oh, <laughs> Which we need to save for our Patreon listeners. Yeah, exactly, <laughs>
0: don't we just. Um okay, cuz this this was going to be a very interesting new wrinkle. I wasn't expecting this. Are you sure you don't have a bonus song for all the listeners?
1: Well, it's just cuz it's it's uh, a song that I have like you heard. I, I I it's a song that has been played to me, mm. should I say. Mm-hmm at least 12 times yesterday. Okay. Um multiple times this week. Don't worry about the um, context
0: listener, just go with it. Go on.
1: And and it's a banger.
0: Okay. Are you are you about to recommend banger a banger for all a, of
1: us? It's a song called Escapism. Okay. By a artist named Ray. Okay. R A Y E. Ah, okay. And it's all over the radio one, I think. Okay. Which is why which is why my partner knows about it and has played it to me incessantly escapism and yeah escapism mm. by ray okay it's it's a banger it's if you go on to spotify now it's probably got a bajillion listens. okay it's big it's blowing up it's blowing up i can't tell I, you i think song. it came out three months ago i am so behind the trend yes yeah, yeah, yeah right <laughs> the, the, the trend is a dot to me <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> i can't tell you listener, um, how like i just wasn't gonna let him off the hook when he mentioned a song right because there are some this is one of the most musically inspired and in tune people i know and occasionally when he drifts off the map and doesn't listen to enough music it stresses me out he loves music it's like yeah it's so great to hear and, you and i
1: appreciate all music
0: yeah 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 not at all um is as, as that shade at me for hating on metal listen we're not going to end on bringing this back up okay i was one oh. over to a point it was a good time what what's 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 the
1: i just remembered an- another comment i had about um you... big thief okay yeah and just how much it reminded me of Edward Sharp and the Magnet- Magnetic wow. Zeros and how much I swear you haven't listened to them I
0: haven't and I would I Ma- I almost feel like uh I feel like I listened to one song called Home a few times yep. and that's a that's oh, a good cause song. That's the song that's the song probably is why oh that's a really interesting one because that's not in my frame of reference I was always going to say oh do you know what I got to put this out there because this is perfect for you we are so we're over. so <laughs> over but like for me there's a one band that does this can you say who my two favourite musical artists are? Bob Dylan. Yep. Yeah. And? Radiohead. Yeah, okay. So there you go. I'm pretty, I'm an open book for some of my friends yeah. who know me best right. For me, Big Thief are somehow, te- like, I don't know how, but vibes wise, no, they're yeah. literally exactly in the middle. It's a very weird yeah. little band on that level. So hey, um, if that even echoes even slightly taste wise of, then I haven't given Edward Sharpe enough time of day then clearly. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. my outro is a question: How do we stop talking to each other? <laughs> it's a problem. How do we just stop it? Make it stop? It's enough.
1: I'm, I'm gonna have to go through and like find all the gaps in this, cut them all out, put them all back together. Uh, Google like Meet
0: talking. Google Meet <laughs> is uh, crashing on us all show long. It's over. I'll talk to you later. You're a guy. Goodbye.